socks, jocks, <laughs> it's Christmas time, the time for giving. So don't forget to give yourself a little something nice. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 147, for the week of Wednesday the 17th of December 2014. I'm Ben, and ably assisting me tonight are... Justin. And Jack. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is Man or Monster Studios Deep Sea Diver, and our discussion topic is a Hellboy toy history. Welcome to another episode, gents. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How are we all? Sleepy. Yeah. It's that terrible time of the year, isn't it? When we have a really bad uh, time difference. Yeah. Yeah. But I was up last night. We were watching, uh, well, I didn't go to bed too late, but we've been uh, Netflixing two different detectives. We've been watching Poirot, um, the David Suchet story, and then uh, Netflix got an Australian show, actually. Um, I don't think what it is. Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Ah, Mrs. Shape loves that. So we've been, Mrs. Nerd's been liking that, so we've been watching those. Yes, yeah, yeah, big, big fan in, in our household. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Yeah. She likes that time period, and the Poirot's kind of the same time period, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Get these two yeah. different detectives in the same area. Very nice. And Mr. Justin, been uh, watching any detective shows? Uh, no, not at all. I've been reading uh, a bit of Lawrence Block and catching up with Matt Scudder, but apart from that, I haven't been watching any detectives. <laughs> um, I did something today and I made my grandma's recipe of um, curry sausages. Nice. And, uh, and yeah, it just took me back to sitting at a kitchen table and it was, uh, can't do it justice, but it was very close. It's like, it's a... No, no real ingredients, but, uh, it's hard to get it just perfect, but. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> At least you had a go. I had a go. It's good That's stuff. Cool. Yeah. All my grandmother made was pork chops. <laughs> oh man, my grandmother was the best. She, every Sunday was a baked dinner, so she'd get up at 10 o'clock and she had her, uh, her, her uh, bean splitter. You know, chop the ends off and then thread the bean through so it'd be, uh, nice. nice three bits. And then she start the scones and, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, every Sunday that was. Wow. That was fantastic. Yeah. We need to work in some recipes into the Action Figure Blues podcast. Yeah, we should <laughs> get some cross audience going. <laughs> Well, I always yourself missed... in. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I've been playing. Dead Island Riptide for about the last four hours and uh, that's been a lot of fun. So it's one of those frustrating games though where it seems to take you forever to get good weapons. So you, you, know, yeah. you start off with the you know the plank of wood with a nail in it kind of thing and <laughs> by the time you you build up to a series of you know assault weapons and shotguns and stuff you finish the stage and then you start the next stage and you know you're back to the rusty knife. So. It's still like when you could get, you know, where you could just put the cheats in and get all weapons. 
Yeah, postal mode and uh, god mode, that kind of stuff. Yeah, just uh, yeah. even if you finished the game first and then went back and played it again, you know, with everything. Yeah, I know you can do that in uh, Resident Evil Four. You can go back and play it with everything. Yeah, I like the idea. More, it's much more fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the games I play are like that. By the time you upgrade all the weapons to where they're actually really efficient and useful, you're ninety nine percent of the way through the game. So anyway. This is not a video game podcast. We should probably talk about some toys. Huh. <laughs> All right. Let's get things started with some articulated news. Power Rangers Samurai. When evil gets mega bad, you need to get mega big. The new Claw Zord puts the pinch on evil, then morphs to Battle Zord, and combines with the Samurai Megazord to create the ultimate Claw Armor Megazord. To clamp down on evil for good. Because when you combine your powers, evil doesn't stand a chance. Power Rangers Clawzord and Samurai Megazord, each sold separately. Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news and articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. We are not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. And Justin, take it away. Okay, my first bit of news is a 1.6 scale Robocop 3.0 figure from 3.0. This bad boy stands at 12.5 inches, so about 32 centimetres tall. Uh, He will be available for pre-order at 3.0store.com starting in December, actually the 15th at 9am Hong Kong time. So (laughs) if you have to get your Robocop fix, uh, set all your times and get ready for Hong Kong time, and get on the uh, Robocop uh, order list. It's a very, very nice-looking figure, I have to tell you. I haven't seen the movie, um, but uh, this this is a very good rendition of yeah. Robocop. Yeah, I'm, I quite enjoy Paul Verhoeven's season, so I'm a big fan of Robocop, and I reluctantly saw the remake and actually quite enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it sort of, you know, excels in terms of the original, but it's certainly a, a lot of fun, and the design is well done, and this is actually pretty darn good. I mean, it's two hundred and thirty US, but it's yeah. got light up visor. Notice it doesn't come; it says battery's not included. Yeah, <laughs> childhood flashback. <laughs> all left in there too long. That don't work at all. Yeah. So you know if you. You're going to want to get up at 9 a.m. if you're going to want the unmasked face, it looks like. Because mm. that only comes from the 3-0 store. So. Yeah. Yes. So there's your carrot that is now dangled in front of you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, comes with um, plenty of extra bits and pieces. Like the gun actually comes out of his, um, uh, the, the machine gun actually pops out of his leg, etc. Comes with a stun yeah. gun, machine gun. Hmm, very nice. Well. Both legs open. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, That's pretty silly. Like, yeah. All right. So moving on to, I guess, what what would you call this? The ridiculous. Fly <laughs> <Blimey laughs> Mouse yeah. Toys present the cosplay penguin Judge Dredd. Hooray! So from that uh, huge company, Fly Mouse Toys. Yeah. You can yeah. get a penguin dressed as Judge Dredd for forty bucks. So <laughs> he was paint sculpted by Joe Amaro. So that's. That's, uh, that's, um, actually Master of the Universe sort of fandom related. Um, mm. those guys hang around there a few bit and he stands at 11.5 centimeters tall. So once again, the uh, helmet is non-rivable. So it's sort of a in joke there where we never see the good judge's face. 
Um, so you have to go to the website at blindmousetoys.com. It'll cost you 40 buckaroonies, and if you search out the picture, I mean, he looks cute. We're a bit starved of Judge Dredd merchandise, and I don't know. It's a penguin dressed as Judge Dredd. Um, I can't, can't really add say more, that more to these that. guys <laughs> aren't thinking outside the box. Um, but that's it. I mean, so a penguin I, comes to mind when you think of Judge Dredd, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming this is going to be the start of a, a pretty regular kind of thing. Like this is going to be, um, you know, we're going to see the penguin dressed as all sorts of things because it kind of implies that he's off to a con in his um his yeah. cosplay judge costume. So we're going to see um this guy dressed as a whole bunch of stuff. I, I assume. So I think the website mentioned something about DC superheroes. So we'll probably yeah. see something uh, in that vein in the future. Do you think it's a bit weird that uh, they allowed this to happen? <laughs> I mean, it's a rubber yeah. stamp everything. Yeah. We're going to dress uh, the good judge, I mean, a penguin in in uh, Dred's uniform. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Stamped. <laughs> Can you imagine me, Machine Angel? <laughs> it's really good, though, you know. It's nicely done. I mean, the costume's certainly nicely sculpted, and it's very comic accurate. Um, yeah. haven't modded it up or anything like that, so... But, you know, you're the Dread fan. Uh, you going to get this one? No. <laughs> no? You want it. You know you oh, do. Well, have you uh, thought about it? I really do not. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, come back, stuff we'll, come, we'll come back next week and he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has shadings of that. What was that the other thing called? The flabbit or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's sort of like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's after that vinyl toy, pop yeah. vinyl mm. um, market type thing. So, good. Well, at least there's a lot of fans out there, I guess, for Judge Dredd, and I'm sure he'll sell well in certain circles. But uh, moving right along, <laughs> from SH Figure Arts, we have Tuxedo Mask. Now, this is not a character I'm really familiar with, but it says here that he comes from Sailor Moon, and our Sailor Moon expert is away this week. So I'll go through some particulars that he's up for pre-order at the moment. For forty-two ninety-nine, he's made by Bandai Japan, which is always good. Uh, he is sixteen centimeters tall. He weighs point seven oh pounds. So he is what? That's not too bad at all. Um, he has a removable mask. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna show my naivety here and while I have a, a barely passing familiarity with Sailor Moon I've never seen this guy before so uh, we really do need Adam to cover this one. We do. I feel sort of dirty even talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we've seen him before like but I don't think we saw him with the hat and the cape. The cape looks really good. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. very Zoro-ish isn't he? He's got his yeah. raisins. Even in that stance. Mm, yeah, for yeah, good. But uh, if Sailor Moon's your thing, go for it. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. tell us about. Sorry, John. Come, you got to remember, he comes with a rose. So, yeah. fan, fans of the Bachelor. Oh, Justin, tell us about something you do know something about. <laughs> okay, we have from Sideshow Collectibles a Shira Princess of Power bust by Tweeterhead. Now, uh, this bust is gonna set you back $89. Um, he, uh, he, <laughs> she, she Ra is expected to ship in February 2015. Um, and just looking at it, it is actually, I don't know, sort of, mm, the base is very nice, I must say that. The, um, 
I think, I guess it's hard to separate Shira from the sort of, uh, action figure and filmation when you see it in the sort of real life sort mm. of, uh, thing. It, it throws you a bit, but it, I mean, it's nicely done. I, I wouldn't be able to fold it at all. The hilt of the sword shooting from the back and, um, I'm sure there is enough Shira fans for this to, um, be a good seller. Yeah, it's quite large too. So it's almost 10 inches tall. Just yeah, 10 inches tall, so. It's uh, pretty significant. Yeah, it is. Significant See, purchase, and it gets eighty nine dollars, and not that at all. I think she looks older than she should to me. That's certainly yeah. maturish. I think they tried to move away, you know, specifically from the uh, the, the cartoon. Milfra, mm. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, this is out in February next year too, so that's right around the corner. So yeah, it's on a time. that waiting eighteen months for you know some of the sideshow stuff. No. I wonder why they're doing busts and, you know, we've got who was doing the Skeletor bust. It wasn't them, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't. And I can't remember who it was. No. I don't yeah, think it was. To yeah. See, I didn't think it was Sideshow, though, that had it. Huh. No, unless Twitter had to come up with a deal. I mean, you know, Sideshow yeah. distribute for everybody now. Maybe. That could be. Could be the start of a Shira line as well. Yeah. Hmm. All right, that's my news. Exciting as it was. Well done. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, he has a new show coming out, and uh, it's everybody's favorite lawyer from Breaking Bad, Saul Goodman. Hooray! Yeah, Yay. he's getting his own figure in the, uh, oh, these are Mezco, I believe, right? Yep. So, yes. Um, I assume he will be more of the same that we've seen from that line as a Staction um, type figure, but... He comes in a pinstripe suit, got the tie, and, you know, he wore a number of different suits through the series, so hmm. I would imagine that we will see him in at least one or two different suits. Can I ask you a question with this? No, sorry. Yeah, I know it's billed as a figure and not an action mm-hmm. figure. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if there wasn't the recent sort of uh ha from Florida Mum, do you think that um, we would have got, we would have received a, a Saul Goodman? Yeah, because I think they're they're playing on the new show coming out. Mm. Okay. So what happened to Mezco exactly? They did some stunning stuff like with the Hellboy lines, and then they get a property like this and they just bring out stations. Uh, I don't know. To cost? <laughs> Could be the 18, only thing. $18 yeah, for a staction. If mm. you think about kind of where Mezco and McFarlane went... Um, and where they've came from. I mean, Mezco stuff when they first, or not Mezco, uh, NECA stuff when they first started, it was kind of the same way. Mm. And it's only been within, I think, the last few years that they went to these fully articulated type figures that we're all yeah. glad that we're getting now. Mm. All right. Well, what, what do you think about a likeness? Do you think it's there? Uh, it's close. I, I mean, I haven't seen the show in a while. I, mm-hmm. I think the paint's throwing it off, or at least in the pictures we're seeing. I'm it's very fleshy. Curious. I'm kind of curious too, as if he's actually got his Bluetooth in or not, because it almost looks like he does. Yeah. Um, but we only got the one angle, so it's kind of hard to to tell. Yeah. So I think, I think he's got one of those sort of Harrison Ford sort of zages where you know it's really quite hard to capture, and just the if you if you get just one of the slightest nuances off, you know, just off a little bit, it really throws the rest of the, the look. So, so there's just something that's not quite there, I don't know whether oh, it's yeah. the nose or... It, it's saying he's got his, his Bluetooth, so... Hmm. Yeah, and, right. and it all And it also says he's got the blue uh, ribbon for the plane crash. Hmm. Spoilers. Old spoilers. There you go. It's not really a spoiler. There's a plane crash. 
<laughs> well, moving on to another Mezco item. If you want a uh, 12-inch jacks from uh, Sons of Anarchy, you'll be able to get that here pretty soon. Somewhat soon. Yeah. And uh, again, I think this is probably one of those figures, not an action figure. This must yeah. be... Seen any 12-inch figures from them like this before? Nah, this is the first that I'm aware of. You know, it's it's, it's Jax with his uh, white T-shirt and white tennis shoes and his, his cut on, so... I think this is future Jax. He looks about 10 years older than he does in the show. I, I thought in the last few episodes he kind of looked older like that. Hmm, I'm a little bit behind, so no spoilers. <gasps> I haven't seen an episode, sorry. <laughs> glad, glad I didn't. Glad I didn't open with a spoiler of this week's last episode. Then that's right. That's right. Looks like yeah. he's got the the sun's rings on too. Mm. Oh, it certainly seems quite detailed, but you know, then it is a statue, so yeah, could afford yeah. to put a, a bit more detail into it. Well, six points of articulation. Six. Mm. Uh, What's that? Shoulders, neck, neck, waist. Mm. The other ones. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. From what I've seen, it doesn't look like six, but yeah. Well, I mean, that could be one of those, uh, you know, the prototype before they've added the cuts. Mm. So we'll see. I love the show, but not for me. I wish they would have shown the back though, too, because I'd like to see the detail on the the logo mm. and stuff, the patches, yeah. see how they did it. Yeah, and that's something you're probably not gonna be able to see in the package either. Mm. Yeah, true. Up, it, if mm. they screw that up, it wouldn't be. You know, I could see people being disappointed. Mm. Twelve inch figure though for twenty. You know, if it's your thing. Then that's not. All that bad, really, so. Yeah. All right. Well, Funko in their news, because um, our good friends over there, I guess, have been doing 12 Days of Christmas. Um, they confirmed some following pops, uh, a Hanna-Barbera pop wave with Excellent. Uh, Muttley, Secret Squirrel, uh, <laughs> and some people that I don't even know who they are. Um, Flash from the TV show, uh, Gotham and Green Arrow. And the one that I was kind of excited about, because I think it kind of makes sense in a retro kind of way, is uh, Seinfeld. Mm. So if you've ever wanted Kramer for your desk at work, uh, this is ah. a chance. You need a racist comedian, then fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is before these troubles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a George. I'm curious yeah. to see how what the George is going to look like. <laughs> yes. There's so many, so many of those you could do that it just uh, boggles the mind. Mm-hmm. My kids yeah, hate the show. They won't watch it for one second. Really? They just think this is unfunny. And I even showed the episode where Kramer it covers himself in butter, uh, and he, uh, Newman sees him as a turkey, and he's got his little turkey wings at the side, and they just think, this is Stick stupid. Stick a fork in me, Jerry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> my favorite episode. <laughs> the, the, the Vandalay Industries is still my, my favorite one. <laughs> where George comes running out of the bathroom with the... With his pants down. Vandalay <laughs> Industries! Vandalay <laughs> Industries! <laughs> so th- those will be cool to see on shelves, though. And we're also getting, um, and I know there's people out there that will like the Saved by the Bell and Friends. Hooray! Mm. If you've ever wanted your your uh, Ross and Rachel, you know, you can you can put them together or keep no. them apart. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can make sure they're on a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Speaking of things we have no idea about... Yeah, they also announced this week, our friends at Funko, um, Black Butler Pops. And I'm assuming this is an anime property. Um, yeah. A number of figures here. Undertaker, who looks very creepy. He does, uh, eh? Configure. 
Grell, um, who looks like they have a chainsaw, CL with an eye patch, and then Sebastian, Sebastian looks like he might be the butler. And he looks like a little butler with anime hair and red eyes, so. So this Funko will have made pops of every single thing ever by Christmas 2015. Yeah, apparently me and my family are next. (laughs) I've heard that rumor. I've heard that rumor. Uh, These look really, uh, really cool. I I was really struck by the design when I saw these. I didn't know what it was about, but, um, uh, you know, oh, he's in a, or joins CL in his quest to avenge his parents' death with the demon turned butler, Sebastian. So there you go. So you're going to go and check out the anime now out of curiosity? You know, I, with Netflix, I've, they have an anime line on my, my queue, you know, and you say, Oh, check out these anime. And I have looked through all of those and I have tried to watch two or three different animes and I have not found one that I've been able to, to mm, take for more than stupid. about 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know why, but I just, I can't, I can't get through it. So yeah, I tend to watch anything really violent. <laughs> so I just do all stars, stuff like that. They're, they're just so, so stylized. I, I have a hard time getting into it. You know, I don't know if it's me or what, but I'll uh, that one I like. <laughs> well, speaking of stylized, you and I talking about this next item recently? Yeah, and I, it was shown at a show, it looks like earlier in 2014, but I don't remember talking about it ever, and mm. we may have. I, I, you, that's, you and I mentioned it in passing the other day, the yeah, old one. The, um, I think this is Toynami is coming out with a, uh, inspired by the vintage, uh, Godzilla Shogun Warrior figure. Yep. And I say inspired by because it's, they call it the Shogun Warriors 1964 Godzilla. And, um, if you're familiar with the original Shogun Warrior Godzilla, um, some of the stuff's here. The little flicking tongue is here. Um, and the, the firing fist is here, but they've redone the back to have the, the more trademark longer tail and, uh, little starry spines on his back. Mm. In the original figure, they were just little triangle bumps and his, uh, tail looked more like a, oh, I don't know, deformed cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> it was very short and stubby. So, mm. uh, he's got his rolling wheels under his feet. Yeah. I mean, there. Uh, if you didn't see him from the back, it would look really close to the figure. But from the back, he won't. And and they changed his tongue too, because in the original figure, he shot fire, and then this one, he shoots. Uh, looks like the regular blue really atomic breath. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's cool. I you know I almost I'm gonna have to see some pictures before I decided to jump in well, on this one. Uh, for that price, I probably will pass. 240 US dollars. Yeah, you could buy a vintage one. Probably yeah. close for that, maybe. That was my next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's an awful lot for what will effectively be just a, a rotocast plastic figure. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, that there's some, uh, you know, got to pay for the rights and, and things like that. I mean, the Toy Army's been making Godzilla stuff for a long time, so... I know, it just seems a bit pricey considering I picked up a Jack specific one recently for, you know, a quarter of that, less than a quarter of that. And it's about the same size, right? Uh, well, it's probably bigger because he's a meter long. So, oh, this well, one, yeah, he is meter, or he is bigger. Though. This one's 21 inches long. So mine's, the big one I bought's 40 inches long. So, you know, the picture from the side, he, he looks like he's got a bit of an overbite. He almost looks like a Simpsons Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, he does, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> It's like a Grinch yeah. one. A Grinch Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I, I dig it. I'm glad they, they did it, but, uh, yeah. I, I just, if you're, if you're looking for that nostalgia 
hit of the the actual one. This this isn't gonna give you that. Yeah. So a nice attempt. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I should probably uh, get on with some news. Um, uh, once again, Sideshow sent out a, a bit of a um, uh, a bit of an advanced look at something that was solicited a week later, and it must be that time again. We're getting an Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom one six scale action figure. So we haven't had indie for a while. There was um, the Hot Toy on a couple of years ago, Ghost for Big Bucks, and uh, this time Sideshow have targeted the second movie. And so we get Indy with his um, his trademark gear, but, you know, with you know, the torn sleeve uh, and that sort of thing. Sideshow currently has an exclusive version on uh, the website, and you get an additional set of the uh, the Sansara, Sansa, Sansa, you Sankara. know, the Sankara. Yeah, not, not the... Um, not the font for, for Microsoft Word, the um, yeah, Sankara stones. Anyway, three additional stones that you won't get uh, anywhere else. Um, I actually think this is a nice-looking figure. We, we talked about it based on the preview that we saw, um, and I think, John, you're a, a little uh, annoyed that he wasn't a bit more dirty, but um, we've had a couple of shots now, and it shows the back of the shirt uh, as being all sort of torn and dirty and, and bloody, so he's a bit beaten up. Um, his, his back looks like that, but yeah, front's a bit cleaner, and the pants are just way too clean. <laughs> uh, he certainly comes kitted out. He comes with the the classic fedora. He has his revolver, uh, a machete. He comes with two whips, one coiled, one uncoiled. He has his um, his little sort of uh, messenger bag, his, his gas mask bag. He comes with about ten hands all up. Um, and I don't know. I mean, he's you know he does look a bit sort of beaten up. He's got um, you know, torn trousers and things like that. I, I think it's a nice looking figure. I'm quite impressed. I think the the portrait looks very nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. probably closest likeness I've ever seen. It is. Yeah, look, I, I didn't. I contemplated the Hot Toys one, which was really quite expensive at the time, and it's one of their deluxe figures, so it comes with a lot of extras. But as a deluxe figure, it's got the um, the purse, the, the eyeball rolling system, and the way the eyes were set in, in the face, there was almost like a, a really small gap so that you could move the eyes, and it just, the, the portrait just didn't quite do it for me for the price, and so I passed on it, but uh, I'm actually liking this uh, a whole lot more than um, than that one, so, and, and you know, and all the elements there, I mean, uh, you know, they talk about, you know, the man with the hat, etc. but for me, you know, Indy's always been the guy with the whip, uh, and I think, you know, certainly the promo shots we've got here, the way they've um, done some of them, and he's, he's holding the whip, I think it looks fantastic. Uh, it is $230, um, but, you know, it's Sideshow, which means they ship to Australia, so, yeah, I might have to give it some thought. Excellent. Yeah, the, the uh, additional stones do not light up, so hmm. keep that in mind. And the mine car from the promo shots is not included. Yeah. <laughs> they make sure to tell us that. <laughs> Fair enough. So, very nice. Very nice sideshow. Um, I like that a lot. All right, moving on. And, uh, you know, you can't keep a, a good property down. And it turns out we're on the verge of the 20th anniversary of Pulp Fiction. And uh, to basically celebrate this, uh, this achievement, the... Guys at Diamond Select have decided to do uh, an exclusive Minimates set that is, as I said, exclusive to Hastings stores. And, uh, John, you want to help us out? What's a Hastings? It's like one of those pop culture records, toys. Uh, well, I assume they still have CDs, but when I said records, that's kind of what I meant. Yep. Um, books, 
you know, that kind of place. We used to have one. We don't have one anymore, so I'm not even sure how many of them exist. Mm, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, I mean, we have had Pulp Fiction mini-mates before. Um, we actually got um, Vincent and Jules in their suits, but this particular set actually has casual Vincent and casual Jules, so they're in the uh, the T-shirt and shorts um, scene. But because it is the Diner Showdown, you also get um, Pumpkin and a Honey Bunny. So if you've ever wanted a, a Tim Roth mini-mate, now's your chance. Um, so it doesn't actually, I'm just trying to work out when they're available. Do, 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 I can't see any indication of when they'll actually be at Hastings. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Alright, well if you've got a, a Hastings near, you better go hassle them. Yeah, they're secure enough. <laughs> Jules comes with the briefcase too, so. Oh, the briefcase. Yeah, lots of nice little extras. There's coffee mugs, multiple handguns. It almost looks like a, a swap out head for somebody. Yeah, I was hmm. trying to figure out who that's for. Mm. It's not Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> no. no. No, I think we can rule that one out. There's no wallet either, so. Oh, it's a nice. shouting head for Honey Bunny. Ah, uh, so, okay. You go. You obviously pop the hair off and swap out the screaming every last one of you. Yeah, and anyway. Uh. Um, and they also do indicate in the press release that there are going to be additional figures down the track, so keep an eye out for those. So, yeah, very nice, but, uh, hmm. Anyway, speaking of not for me, and uh, I almost didn't even want to bother covering this in the news because it just pisses me off so much, but hey, what a surprise. There's another Hot Toys Iron Man, you know, another figure you know you don't want. Um, this is the Iron Man Mark 25 or XXV for people not so bright, uh, and it is the Striker armor. Remember the Striker armor, guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> that one. Um, so this is almost a cross between, um, you know, a, a stealth Iron Man and Ripley's power loader because um, it's black with these weird kind of arms with the um, the traditional sort of black and yellow stripey things on it. Ah, oh, look, uh, I can't. It doesn't make sense as a character, as an Iron Man. But I can't even be bothered talking about it. <laughs> well, it says it's what uh, heavy construction, distinctive pneumatic hammers. That's what I was thinking it looked like. Just um, look. So it's it's a construction suit. I understand that these figures look fantastic. Like certainly next to each other, if you had them all lined up, they would look amazing. But honestly, you know, paying two hundred and eighty bucks for a one-six scale action figure that had four seconds of screen time, really? I mean, how many, are you just going to get them all? You know, if there's 20 or 30 of these suckers at a couple of hundred bucks each. Uh, I have to say, though, I like the design on this one. Oh, look. Just not not as an Iron Man, but as just, you know, yeah. the design of it I like. They certainly look good. I, you know, I can't dispute that. Like, Igor looks fantastic. But really paying that much for armor, and, I mean, they just don't seem to be slowing down. I, I'd actually dispute that you can even find this one in the film. I honestly can't remember this one. Yeah, I don't know. You know, that I actually finally watched this just maybe a month ago. Oh, yeah. It finally made it to one of the, the stations that we have. Two hours and, of your life you'll never get back. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't stick with me. I mean, there was nothing really memorable in it. Um, what about the Mandarin? Wasn't that great? Sure. <laughs> the hardest yeah. part for me is, is the lack of Iron Man. I mean, I know everyone loves Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, but I'm not buying a ticket to see Tony Stark. I'm buying a ticket to see Iron Man, and there just wasn't enough Iron Man in the film. I thought, like, the first 20 minutes were pretty good. 
And then after that, it kind of goes straight for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't want to talk about this anymore. So you can piss off Hot <laughs> Toys with your Iron Man figures. Um, something a bit more interesting. And DC Collectibles have revealed their weight figures for their six-inch Batman the Animated series. Um, these are off and running with the uh, the first wave hitting stores uh, just recently. And coming up next, we're getting Batman the Animated Series Batman, uh, which you kind of think sort of has already been out. But anyway, this is the uh, the more updated version. Yeah, this one has the, the yellow logo on the chest. Looks like the blue cape. Um, yeah. Or at least blue on the inside, so it's, it's a little different coloring, I believe. Yes. So anyway, when did we get to yeah. wave four? Did I miss something? Uh well, they've been yeah. pumping them out for a while now. We saw the Two Face right. and Killer Crocodile. The uh, the um, regular ones are finally starting to hit. Yeah, wave one I think is hitting now because uh, OAFE did a um, a review of Batman on Thursday, mm. and it actually is a pretty cool figure. It is. I was really yeah. really impressed. I'm certainly not as upset as the rest of the internet uh, over those peg holes on the front of his thighs. Um, you know, they're certainly not my preference, but um, I don't think they're as tragic as everyone seems to be making out. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But it look pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in addition to Batman, there is a Batgirl. So, of course, she looks absolutely tiny. Um, but speaking of tiny, we're also getting the Penguin, who's only four and a half inches tall, but he's uh, incredibly broad. And rounding out the wave is the Riddler, who... I um, remember... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just looking at the Riddler going, oh, I just don't know how that figure's going to stand up. No, but he looks like the cartoon. Mm, he has the tiniest feet ever, and I think he will actually be relying on that um, that cane to, to provide you know, well, stability. I think these all come with stands as well. I hope so. Yeah, those feet are ridiculous. The, the, Batman they, the Batman they reviewed this week, it had a stand with it. Oh, good. And uh, it was pretty cool. Now, I remember Riddler and I, I from the show, and I remember him looking like that. I do not remember Penguin looking like that. Um, yeah, no, that's that's the memory I have. Mm. I, but I can't remember Penguin really at all. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I just missed those. He was very, very hard to get in the original um, three and three-quarter figures. I, I certainly remember him going for big bucks, um, if you could find him at all. Hmm. And, all right. <clears throat> Good stuff, though. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, they certainly are nice-looking figures. Well, I think that wraps up the Articulated News, and we'll be right back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game, Name That. Now it's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. He happens to be with us this episode, so John, over to you. Well, thank you very much. It's always, you know, good to hear your name called out. (laughs) (laughs) In a positive light. Uh, it makes, yeah, yeah. Not very, in court. Very much so. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, well, you know, we should probably just play last week's sound and get to it. So we will play that right here. Maybe not. Maybe we'll play it right here. Along. We are bad, we are boss, we've got guts squad. Good grief. Uh, Any ideas, guys? Oh, I had guts. I had... 
Uh, I got no idea. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it's okay because uh, our friend Lukey Luke got this almost immediately, and uh, I am not sure how because I do not remember this line, <laughs> but um, he did, and this is from Army Ants. I believe this was a late 80s, early 90s thing, kind of like a muscle or one of those oh. where they were little individually packaged ants. Right. I was going to do the whole, oh, yeah, of course, but I honestly have no idea. No, um, yeah. either. I, I had no idea either, but that song was just kind of catchy, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, use that. Well done, Luke. Um, yeah, yeah, well done. Um, like I said, he got it almost immediately. I don't think I'd even finished listening to the episode on download yet. So <laughs> good, good job, Luke. Luke. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, my, my theory for ease is that, uh, cause, cause it looks like he may have knew this one too. Um, I think he's got a program that he, the isolates the audio and then, you know, he goes through YouTube and it, it's some kind of like spider Google thing. <laughs> but, um, I, I'm not quite sure. So I'm still working on it. Ease. I'm going to figure you out one of these days. Anyway, we should probably play a new sound. Projector, rotating bats, and nightlight. Use the Coffin Skull to morph up your monsters. Discover the haunted library. Good. Well, you know, we should probably go ahead and uh, just because it's the holidays and we're nice, we'll we'll play that one more time. Projector, rotating bats, and nightlight. Use the Coffin Skull to morph up your monsters. Discover the haunted library. Good. Well, guys. If they knew what that sound was, Justin, where would they go? Uh, they would go to the AFB forum. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they'd find the name that thread. They'd make their guess. And Ben, if if they were, you know, one of the glorious few who seemed to to be able to get in fast enough to beat Ease and Lukey and and Hellbot, uh, what would they get? Coveted forum points. What, what are we giving away this week? Because uh, oh, we've actually just got a, a nice batch of AFB logo tea towels. Oh yeah, yeah, excellent, yeah, great. I, I needed something like that. <laughs> doesn't ever with doesn't everyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, if uh, if you prefer something that you could actually look at instead of uh, listening to, you can come on over to tvandfilmtoys.com dot com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We play the picture version. You still go to afbforum.com dot com and make your guess and get points. So hooray, that works out. Yeah, and uh, you know. It's all fun for everybody. It is indeed, and we appreciate your efforts. All right, when we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. because we collect and feeding addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. And you know what? I'm going to go first this week. And you know why? I bet you don't, so I'm going to tell you. Go for it. (laughs) I got an awesome box of goodness this week, and I just have to throw it out to, to John to say thank you so much for all your efforts. 
Uh, well, I kind of, I'd kind of held on to that one for a while. So it was like a, <laughs> it was like an engineer nerd pile of loot. <laughs> Look, you know, we've we've talked um, quite a bit over the last few months about some of these uh, exclusives that are getting around, and I guess you know we, we have mentioned it uh, a few times. But um, just because it's an exclusive doesn't mean it's an exclusive worldwide. Um, and for example, the Walgreens, uh, Walgreens. Uh, exclusives, well, we don't have Walgreens in Australia, so that eliminates us from walking into a store and, and picking one up. So John has been more than um, too kind, too kind, in fact, to uh, pick up a lot of that stuff for, for people. And uh, the box I got this week contained my Marvel Legends uh, Agent Venom, uh, my Star Wars Black Boba Fett prototype, uh, and the Game of Thrones, the Funko Legacy Game of Thrones Tyrion in his um, hand, hand of the king outfit. And in addition to that, there was also the Marvel Legends three pack from Toys R Us, the one with um, Radioactive Man. So, um, oh, yeah, I know. I, that's what I did too. I was I was playing with the figure when Mrs. Shake came up and and saw it and went, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And I went, "Look out, Radioactive Man!" And uh, that kind of fell pretty flat. I would have laughed. (laughs) So, yeah, look, it's a a box of pure awesomeness, and um, all I can say is thank you so much, and that's what I I love about this hobby. Yeah, you know, that when I was packing up, because you had me send the the Legends loose, I I was pretty impressed with all those figures. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Apology figures, but that um, Miss Marvel figure is... uh, um, Orders of magnitude better than the original figure that came out. That's um, using that new buck, that heavy buck, moonstone buck. It is, and it's, it's quite a nice figure. So very impressed. So yes, and even the Boba Fett, even the Boba Fett looks nice. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it does. It's a great sculpt, so it works really well. So that was me this week. Well, I got a Manor Monster Studio uh, deep sea diver that I'll be talking about in a few minutes. So. I'm not going to say anymore. That question mark keeps throwing me. I'm going to keep referring to it as Man or Monster Studios. Huh. I think that's how it's intended. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, Justin. What are you? What are you uh, I've been collecting uh, DC Universe Classics female bodies. Uh, ah. <laughs> as, as you do. <laughs> you go on eBay at the moment. You can get some good deals from the uh, are, Chinese. Are you just like, looking for headless <laughs> figures? Or no, unfortunately, the bodies, they're the um, Star Sapphire. Is it the, mm. the one that no one wants? So <laughs> there's actually not a lot of good ones of the females, un- un- unless you sort of um, you know look out for Dove. Mm. Um, I mean, Cheetah's very hard to find. So yeah. Yeah, but uh, I just got to stop amassing fodder. It's not it's just it's <laughs> crazy. I should just stop altogether. I'm never going to get around to using all the stuff I have. Anyway, yeah, I've probably got close to thirty or forty DC bucks just for custom sitting around. Yeah, very similar. And I also got another minifigure this week, and I got the lifesaver, the uh, the male uh, lifesaver. So it was pretty cool. Comes with so some- when um. Well, sorry, when the Simpsons ones came out, I was keen to get them all. You know, I wanted everybody. Um, yep. You guys pick up the, the Lego minifigures outside, of, well, in addition to the Simpsons. Um, do, do you go for the full sets, or do you just sort of, you know, pick out three or four key ones that you want and any others are just bonuses? No, I go for the full sets, but I, I, having said that, the last couple of sets I've missed a couple. Um, 
just because it's got away from me. But, uh, yeah, I, I tend to go back on eBay and then have a little look and see the ones I missed and get those as well. Nah, I don't. I just pick the ones I like. Yeah, so I've, that's just me. Yeah. Fair enough. I have a fair few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have, do you have the, uh, what was it, the UK Olympic set? No, I skipped that one. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Pommy Olympians. <laughs> but we're getting we're getting the fencing guy out next time, so that that's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's right. it. It's pretty boring for me this week. Cool. Well, Lego is never boring. No, that's right. <laughs> Lego and yeah, it's just it's just not right having not having Adam on here to say Lego at least once per episode. <laughs> so just to annoy the the guys over at Geek Dudes Podcast. All right. Well, if no one has any other items to report. We'll come back after this break with our toy of the week. Steel Patcher, destroy enemy ammunition dump. On my way. Target in sight. Coordinates confirmed. Hold position. Sending in reinforcements. Fire, Steel Badger. Congratulations, Steel Badger. Mission complete. The Steel Badger playset. Available now at Smith's Toy Superstores. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These might be new releases, or they might be some favourite or bizarre item from our collection. And, John, take it away. Well, this is probably maybe uh, one of those bizarre items, but kind of not. <laughs> um, if you'll remember, right, when I went to our local um, comic book store, our comic book convention... Uh, earlier in the year, which is Appleseed Comic Con here in Fort Wayne. Uh, I talked about getting a comic book and a Skeletor keychain head from a guy, and that was the Brandon from Man or Monster Studios. And you may remember I talked about he had some custom figures at the time that were pretty cool. Um, so um, through a series of events, I started following him on Facebook, you know, after that, that point, and... Um, for Thanksgiving, he actually had a contest where you could win a figure, and he does a one-off Wednesday. So every uh, Wednesday, he posts a figure of a custom. He does a custom, and then normally he'll sell them in his store, but he was actually giving this one away, and he said, uh, somebody give me an idea for a figure. And I, I don't know what was going on on Thanksgiving, but I was just kind of like <laughs> typing stuff. I'm, I, I, I don't think I was drinking, and um, you know, which may have just been, <laughs> been kind of weird. Um, so I said, skull astronaut with android body and chainsaw arm and a lizard parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> well, um, apparently that was enough to inspire him. Uh, so uh, I, I won the contest and he said, oh, I won. And then, you know, he shows this picture and uh, he had called it a deep sea diver on the header card. And actually, I really love the idea of this because I love those old timey um, diving helmets. And yeah. they're pretty cool. Um, just to kind of go through our normal stuff, obviously this is a custom, but um, the, the, he does have a header card and it says his name's Deep Sea Diver. The company's Man or Monster Studios, which, you know, they make very limited. Uh, obviously it's from Thanksgiving of this year. Um, the packaging, he had them in a little bag with uh, um, a header card, which is kind of typical for those kind of customs. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that works, you know, for what it is. Um now, kind of looking at the figure, he bases a lot of his stuff on the classic, you know, the vintage Masters of the Universe. Mm -hmm. So, um, as a custom figure, what he's done is he's made castings of some of these parts. And, like, from the waist down, uh, it's one solid piece so that he doesn't have to fiddle with the leg joints, which, which for me is fine, you know. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Um, but this figure is all black. Um, he 
I, I'm not familiar enough with the vintage masters figures to tell you what body and stuff this is, but he has essentially a, uh, old timey diving helmet on and underneath that time diving helmet, which does come off, um, is a glow in the dark skull. So through the window in the diving helmet, you can see this, this glow in the dark, uh, skull because the whole figure is black except for the skull. And then you got that, that glow in the dark feature going on underneath of it. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, his right arm ends in a chainsaw. He doesn't have a hand. Uh, <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh, very ash inspired, um, thing, which is pretty cool. Uh, he's all very, very shiny black. And I, I just really love that. Um, it's just a very striking figure overall. Um, he did not do the lizard parrot for those wondering. Aww. When I had posted that I had won this on my regular Facebook, uh, I had came home and, uh, Mrs. Nerd kind of asked what, what the hell was wrong with me with that idea. <laughs> uh, uh, bless her. Now, one of the cool things that he does do is, uh, for his joints, what he uses is magnets. So uh, you may remember me talking about that, but I, I wanted to bring it up again because it's, it's pretty cool because, um, you, you essentially where the, the arms meet the body and the waist meets the body, you, you get additional movement on those magnets, but, um, it allows you to take his arms off or you know, oh, break okay. him at the waist yep, yep. or, or just take the head off. So, um, he must use a system of, uh, figuring out which polarity of magnets. Cause I remember talking to him about that. Uh, he says every once in a while he'll get one in the wrong way. You know, essentially he has to redo a piece because, uh, if the magnet's the wrong way, it won't obviously interact. So, um, if you have more than one of his figures, you you can actually swap arms and, and that kind of thing. Uh, the neat thing here is he did the waist, the head, uh, both shoulders, and also the chainsaw is on a magnet, so it will it will rotate on the wrist. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You can pop his arm off and actually attach the chainsaw sticking straight out as well. So uh, that's kind of a neat little feature. It looks kind of goofy. And when I when I post my pictures on the website on, on TV and phone toys, I'll I'll make sure to include one of that. But um, you know, overall, I mean, his, his customs are, you know, 50 to $70. Uh, he, he does just a fantastic job. Um, and, and you really should go check him out. It's Man or Monster Studios, as Ben alluded. It's Man or Monster question mark Studios on <laughs> Facebook. And I believe that's the, the website is Man or Monster Studios too. And, and, and his one-off Wednesdays are just worth, worth going to, you know, take a look at. Um, and I, I can't say enough good things about, about winning this and, and having it here because it's just, it's just awesome. And, uh, I'm just so super stoked to have it. Um, you know, cause I love, like I said, I love old timey diving helmets and that skull underneath it is just perfect. He, he's, he actually reminds me more of like an old Scooby Doo villain. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't say enough good things. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pleased, but it, to give you an idea on some of his other stuff, uh, before the show started, I had actually posted a picture in our notes of a, uh, another one of his one-offs and it was the one from this week. I can't remember the name of it. He names them all. And it is a, uh, He-Man centaur with a regular He-Man body on top of a, um, My Little Pony. And he's done in a very nice, pretty pink. <laughs> comes with all of his accessories and stuff that you'd expect. So. Um, and, and I would imagine those are the same way where you would have a magnet, uh, you know, on the waist joint to where, you know, I could take the, if I had that figure, I could take, you know, the waist apart and swap the upper body or whatever. So just, 
just uh, uh, the thing I love is, you know, a lot of people do customs, but it just seems like he's really thought it through as a custom of, hey, I want to make a custom of a toy. I want to make it interactive. Mm. Um, this magnet thing lets me do some swapping and stuff, and you can get creative. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can't say enough good things. So, I mean, I, I can't go less than a 10 because, you know, it's a one-off, and it's just a little a little perfect piece of art to me. So, Fair enough. Ten out of ten dollars. Fair oh. enough. That's fantastic. It, it does look yeah. amazing. Like that's very unique. He's got uh, Rio blast legs and Roboto arms, but uh-huh. the chest cavity could be many number of things. But I'm thinking Thunder Punch He Man because it's that's that one solid piece. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, mm. Yeah, and I don't know if it goes specifically with that helmet because it almost would have to, wouldn't it? Yeah, it fits in there perfectly. Yeah. So. Mm. Very nice. So it's just a cool figure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that was amazing. I'm still looking at the pictures. Anyway, that wraps up the Toy of the Week. And uh, when we come back, we'll award a red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or something so much worse. And probably in the so much worse department, Justin, um, why don't you just sort of run us through the description of this? Okay, so this comes from fellow board member Hyperion, and I guess we have to say thank you or no thank you for this link. <laughs> it's, uh, basically what it is is uh, Harry Potter baby dolls so this is a huge thing actually it's a a hobby that a lot of people are into but these are absolutely terrifying so if you think of things like uh baby uh, voldemort and uh harry potter and the rest of the, the the characters um they are quite scary uh some of them uh, just have these eyes that uh, you want to go and run for the holy water and uh, flamethrowers. They're, they're uh, very scary-looking things indeed. So I'm going to yeah. open up for a group discussion now to agree or disagree with me. <laughs> well, this is apparently Tracy Ann Lister has done an Artful Babies range. Mm. And so these are, I'd say they're, they're pretty much custom pieces. Um, Definitely. If, if anything, and I just, I mean, okay, you know, Harry just looks like a, a baby with the, um, you know, the scar on the forehead, but the baby Voldemort is just terrifying. Like it's. Yeah, that <laughs> thing is. <laughs> Straight out of the Exorcist. The no, I was thinking of that other movie that had the baby that was the killer baby. Um, uh, was that They Live? Not, not They Live. I was thinking Basket Case. The Siamese Twin Detaches. I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but there was a a movie with killer babies and mm. that just. Whew. And there's quite a few too. There's Tiny Tonks. There's Baby Snape. Um, little Lupin, which is actually kind of fun because it's got this big afro, kind of yeah, you know, wild hair sticking out. Um, Luna. Um, but the one that's really creepy is um, in addition to Voldemort, is the uh, the Dobby. Oh, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. It's, except the extra long legs and arms and. Whew. Mm. Um, what's even more frightening is, um, these go up on eBay and, um, some of them have gone for several thousand pounds at auction. The Harry Potter one is actually pretty cute. Mm. I I can Mm. see a Harry Potter fan wanting that. 
and, and since he was a baby in the movies at one point, I, I, I guess that one would make the most sense. <laughs> that would be the most sense. But whoever would want baby Voldemort, I, you got issued. <laughs> so could you, Dad? Can we take forum points away from Hyperion for sending this to us? Because I'm going to have nightmares now. Uh, well, you imagine like, going into somebody's house and like that had a baby and like swapping that out in the crib, and, you know, like <laughs> doing something in the baby monitor to make them come in. Ah, uh, uh, no, no, no. It's just all kinds of wrong. No, Snape looks grumpy. Mm. He looks unhappy even as a baby. <laughs> yeah, okay, not quite working for me. Not Maybe quite working. <laughs> mm. I think it's because they look so real. I think that's what the the, the paint on them is just. Fantastic, because they look realistic. Yeah, so. uh, I don't know. not working for me. All right, no. I don't want to look at these things anymore. No. <laughs> I can feel my soul slowly being sucked away. <laughs> All right. <back> us. <laughs> Coming up after that, well deserved to fail is our discussion topic of the week. Supernatural. Now you can join the battle between brave Lionheart and the evil Skull and the eerie ghostlings. Lion, you're dying. Now, Master. They change to fight with ghostly might. Turn them into the light and they change into even more powerful creatures. Now, the whining is free. Take this. Uh... Supernatural. Lionheart, Skull and Ghostlings sold separately. New from Tonka. Well, Hellboy was from the mind of creator Mike Mignola via Dark Horse Comics back in 1993. Uh, his first comic book appearance was in John Byrne's Next Men number 23. And a little interesting fact, a uh, young whippersnapper uh, by the name of Fish Milkshake actually had a letter printed in that issue. And uh, I was a big fan of John Byrne's work and I was really enjoying his Next Men, so I happened to write in a little letter telling him how much I was enjoying the comic, and it just so happens it was printed in the uh, the issue with um, the first appearance of Hellboy. So, there you go. Yeah. Look at so you. Were, you. were you in there as, like, guppy milkshake? Or? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I actually own um, uh, a couple of issues of uh, a couple of copies of that issue because my letter was printed in there. There you go. All right, moving on. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite fun. So, but um, look, thanks in no small part to a pair of very successful Hollywood films, um, the world's greatest paranormal investigator has uh, certainly had his fair share of collectibles. And tonight we're going to have a look at uh, a few of our favourites and a few of those not so favourites. But anyway, um, look, I can certainly remember the first uh, Hellboy action figure that came out. Um, and it was actually from Graffiti Designs. Now, you're probably sort of scratching your head because um, Graffiti are actually the guys who are very, very well known for their T-shirts. Um, they, they, they do sort of um, venture into the odd... Um, the odd action figure, and uh, I don't know whether you guys remember, but I can remember this being solicited with, um, I think it was Kevin Matchstick from Mage and um, Grendel was oh, yeah. the other figure. I was thinking Madman, but... Um... Yeah, oh, there was actually, he was re-released later on, and I think when he was, he was re-released uh, some years later, um, they might have done Will Eisner's Spirit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I, think you're, I think you're right. Yeah, so I actually have this figure. And, Me too. Um, yeah, he came with a pretty crappy trench coat. Yeah. Uh, he's not particularly well sculpted. 
Um, <laughs> and in in hindsight, with everything else that's come out subsequently, it, it, <laughs> the poor fella just doesn't stand up very well. And I don't mean, you know, he falls over a lot. I just mean it's probably not the best of the best in, in terms of, um, you know, some of the stuff that came much later. But anyway, that actually came out back in uh, 2000. I believe. Wow. I admire yeah. it for its goofiness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, it, it looks good and it's Mignola-inspired and, you know, came with mm. a sword and stuff like that, so... Um, I mean, I think that that's part of the problem with most of these figures is that the the Hellboy Mike Mignola style mm. is almost never the same twice. Quite, you know, yeah. he's always got a little bit different look, but he's, he's yeah, it's a very difficult style, I think, to bring to to three D form as well. Yeah, and if you go back to some of the early Hellboy comics, Mike Mignola was a lot more detailed in his artwork. It seems he's um, uh, I, I don't know, I don't want to say gotten lazy, but um. Certainly, there isn't as much detail as, as uh, there was in those early days, but um, yeah. So um, I don't know, John. What else? Um, well, you know, after that, we um, got some Mezco figures, and probably one of the the favorites out there is the seven inch one. I think because uh, I remember seeing this one, and uh, it, it's a pretty impressive figure. Uh, he's got the trench coat and looks like Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. These are. Fantastic, and uh, I've got a lot of Hellboy merchandise, and I, I picked up a lot of the movie figures, which we'll talk about shortly. And uh, Mezco then did the the comic inspired line, and so this is Hellboy as inspired by Mike Mignola's art. And there was a, a lot of really cool figures in um, this particular series. Um, so you know they did a Johan and a Liz and an Abe and that sort of thing, but they did um, what's his name the the gorilla. Um, Creek oh. Creek Air or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he goes for ridiculous amounts of money. Um, the biggest problem I have with this line is I remember seeing them in the shops and I went, oh, yeah, I've got so many Hellboy action figures. Oh, I'll get around to picking them up sometime. And then when I finally decided to, I basically couldn't find them anywhere. So, um, yeah, missed out on that one. Yeah, I I missed out on the uh, the heads variant. Mm. the one I I had had a chance to get it for a decent price at one time. I was like, eh, it's not that cool. And then yeah. I hadn't read the head story yet. Um, I had read some Hellboy, but not that story. And then I read the story. I was like, oh, I wish I had got that now because that that variant's actually pretty cool because it comes with a bunch of heads that float around, dance mm. and float around him. And yeah, you know that's that's actually one of my favorite Hellboy stories. So. Yeah, and well, the thing is, I've actually got one of the um, the comic inspired figures. Um, and I can't, to be honest, I can't even remember which one it is because something that's quite common with um, the Mezco figures are the insane number of variants. Um, yeah. You know, some of the basic Hellboy figures have, you know, five or six variations um, to, to choose from, and uh, some of them are quite clever, um, but, you know, others are quite frustrating because I think with this particular figure, um, there's a, a mouth open as if he's yelling and then there's a teeth gritted. So, um, you know, something as simple as that. So, but anyway, this figure got a whole lot bigger, and uh, Justin can tell us about that. Sure, I'll go over tail away with this one as well because I saw this <laughs> at a EB um, after it was released, and it was marked down, I think, to like twenty five dollars. And oh, I passed on. No. It. Yeah, so this is basically um, a continuation of the seven, just sort of upscaled and and beautifully done. Um, I mean, yeah. To this day, I think, oh man, what the hell? <laughs> you 
but yeah, I passed on it and regretted it ever since. It's, uh, so it really is just the, the comic style, just upscaled to 18 inches, isn't it? It's, uh, it is, it is. It's a lot of plastic. Yeah. I still, oh, you know, it, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? So you go back and try <laughs> on eBay now and the categories for Australia are even a, a, a pretty low when it comes to Hellboy action figures. Mm, mm. There's not much out there at all. This one was very nicely styled. Um, I, I quite like how this one was presented, and, and even the way it was boxed was quite nice because the, the Mignola art is actually quite prominent on the front. They haven't gone too wacky with graphics. It was uh, a, a nice-looking figure. Mm. And, and certainly not so. a last in that scale either. No. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, I mean, moving on, um, of course, we got the, the first movie. Um, you know, the, the Guillermo del Toro film with uh, Ron Perlman. Um, and speaking, uh, back in the seven inch scale, um, they went crazy with these. I, uh, I picked up all of the figures in the first movie wave from Mezco. Um, but my favorite is definitely the, the Hellboy one where he's got the corpse on his back. Mm-hmm. I think that was a fun part of the film. And, um, I think I probably only picked up, I, th- I might only have two of the Hellboy figures from this wave. And this was another one where there was about eight different variant Hellboy variants. Um, because, you know, in addition to even something as simple as battle damaged, um, they, you know, they do some with horns, without horns, mouth open, mouth closed. They just go crazy. Yeah. I think there was even a non trench coat version as well. We just there was. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a good looking figure. It really is. It is, yeah, yeah. Mine's actually still, I didn't actually have anywhere to display them at the time, so mine are all still carded and in a box, because I just didn't have anywhere to put them, so. And then I see how much, um, some of the characters like, um, Samael, the, the sort of the demon hound, um, yeah. go for, and I'm, I'm sort of tempted not to open them, because I've got so much Hellboy stuff out on display anyway, so. You can retire to a small island, Ben. That's right. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of upscaled. Yeah, we got another, uh, 18 inch one here and, uh, you know, it, it's more of the same. It's, they, they seem to have this down pretty well where they, you know, they must be planning for this. They must have been planning for this when they did the, the seven inch line to do just, some mm-hmm. version of one. but, um, you know, I, I think that'd be an impressive piece to have in general. It is because I have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, um, I do have this, and he, he is huge. The the only criticism um, I have with the 18-inch the movie figure from the first film, um, and, and you can see it in some of the promo shots, is the right hand of Doom looks really small, um, and that's how it comes across, um, you know, with the figure as well. It just it looks somewhat underhand, um, undersized. Uh, most of the time, the right hand of Doom is a sort of a huge-looking thing, but he's got it clenched into a fist, and it's... Um, yeah, it just doesn't quite work. And so mine, I have actually left mine in the box because I think it just looks a lot better with, you know, the logo mm. and whatnot. But, um, but if you had more money, uh, what, what was it that you could actually, uh, pick up, Justin? Well, yeah, well, you could get the 12 inch Hellboy from Sideshow Collectibles. And, uh, basically this was when Sideshow were finding their feet, would you say? With, yeah. with this sort of, uh, yeah. So, I mean, he, he, is almost impossible to find now, which is, I think, and also a fair comment. And some of the cloth work on the trench coat, it was a bit, a bit how's it going, but still, um, and, and the right hand of doom was very small as well. Mm. Uh, is this the one where you got the, um, didn't you pick up the compatible, the, the, uh, not entirely, um, or what, what the was the toys? <laughs> That's it. Is that the one? 
Yeah, this uh, it's yeah. a it's a weird thing, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Hot Toys one a bit later. But um, yeah, I actually picked up a, a I guess a knockoff um, one six scale Hellboy figure. But um, the thing is, some of the the parts that came with it looked like they came from the solo piece, but the actual body. Um, of mine is definitely the Hot Toys one. So, yeah, my not toys figure looks like a bit of a, an amalgamation of the two. It's the, looks like the Hot Toys body, um, and trench coat, et cetera, but some of the extras that, that it comes with looks like it, um, comes from the Sideshow figure. So I don't know how they've managed to, uh, assemble that, but given the, uh, the price that I paid for it, uh, I'm very happy with, um, how it is. Sure. So, so yes, all right. <laughs> That's right. Well, moving on, um, we uh, uh, only a few years later we got the second Hellboy film and uh, Hellboy and the uh, the Golden Army. And uh, John, you actually had something pretty nifty from that. Yeah, um, the three and three quarter line from from this this movie, I think, is probably one of the the better things they've done. Um, actually, when I reviewed. Um, Hellboy from this, this line, I said he's probably one of the best three and three quarter figures ever because I really think the likeness is on the, the articulation. You know, it's, it's limited by some stuff by the trench coat and stuff, but uh, I, I really think that the detail and everything on it is just perfect. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about this figure at all. And, mm. um, I really thought that it brought like, you know, six inch scale figures down to a three and three quarter level yep. and did it well. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately we only got about four or five figures in this line and then they stopped. Um, I would have loved to have seen this line continue on. Mm. Um, you know, with, with this movie, we had the infamous, Oh, we're going to sell it at, at Toys R Us. So we can't call him Hellboy. So as he's packaged, he's packaged as red. Um, and instead of Hellboy, it says HB two on the, the package. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The, the packaging for this line was that way, but, um, there are three and three quarter figures for this line were, just fantastic and hellboy is like the perfect example mm. um you know I, I really have no complaints at all about that that figure yeah yeah and they certainly did wonders with the the seven inch and uh, i think um this was a, a another example of mezco going uh over and above because they basically produced uh so many variants uh, i couldn't actually keep track there was the um the, as justin mentioned there was a version with the the trench coat battle damage version um version without the trench coat there was the wounded version um yeah some pretty good uh villains i mean obviously we got people like abe again but um we actually got wink who was quite a, a huge chunk of plastic um mm. uh, yeah some pretty uh, neat de- you know, detailing i actually quite like the hellboy from from this compared to sort of the first version that almost feels like um his his legs are too long. He's sort of he's too hoisted. Um, so you know this one actually worked quite well. Is this the one the Hell Baby came in in this fight, or was that the first one? Uh, Hell no, Hellboy Hell Baby came with one of the Hellboys. And uh, didn't he come with Rasputin in the first? Yes, I think he might. He must have because I have both of them. So yeah, I have Hell Baby. Yeah, one of my favourite figures is Hell Baby. He's just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and of course they scaled them up. Yeah, they scaled them up. Yeah, so we got the 18 inch, uh, deluxe Hellboy as well. Um, when they did this, they added the, the, um, the cloth to the belt and the accessories as well, his holster and so forth. Um, I can't remember seeing too much of this upscale, uh, from the, from the second movie around the traps, but I mean, yeah. he fits in well with the, with the line, that's for sure. 
He, he looks great in the box with all these extra gadgets. Uh, I, I can't actually recall having seen this one um, at shops because I'm pretty sure I, I would have picked it up because he looks good. The, mm. the right hand of Doom looks good. He comes with Big Baby, like the, the big sort of shotgunny rocket launchery thing. Um, it's a it's a nice looking figure with all those extras, you know, all the charms and stuff hanging off his belt. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't remember seeing that one around. Um, and yeah, we talked about the sideshow one six scale one, so there was also a Hot Toys um, figure which goes for uh, obscene amounts of money. Um, I think the one of the reasons why this figure works so well is because it was one of those um, seamless bodies, and uh, this is actually the body I've got on my knockoff figure. Um, so he's, you know, all the, uh, the, uh, armature and everything is hidden by the rubber skin. It's, mm. um, it's actually a really nice figure and he's quite tall because Hellboy's a, a big guy. Um, he actually stands next to all my other one six scale figures, uh, and he sort of, um, towers a good sort of two thirds of his head taller than most of them. Um, he, he's a little awkward without the trench coat because they've, um, they've done sort of PVC material, um, pa- you know, leather pants. They're actually yeah. quite sort of buffy, and so he, he looks a bit awkward <laughs> um, without his trench coat on. But uh, he, he came fully kitted out with lots of extras too. Like the Samaritan was removable, and he, he came with um, the separate belt and all the charms hanging off. And um, the big baby, you could even open it up and pull the, the shotgun cartridges out. So it was very, very detailed, quite quite an impressive figure. Um, yeah, one of my favourites. Huh. So, yeah. yeah. From the- you know, there, I, I think the next things that were kind of up in Hellboy pop culture were probably the animated movies. And I love these movies. Yeah, fun stuff. They were just so yep. well done. Um, you know, and, and the first one brought just different Hellboy short stories to life, I thought, so, so well. Mm, mm. And then, you know, of course, because we had these, uh, we moved on from Medsco to General Giant, and they did a series of animated or was it a whole series, or did they just do him? I thought they had a couple of them. Uh, I think that they did in PVC. Like there was a PVC set yeah. that that had all the animated. Uh, you know, you got Liz Sherman and an A, yeah. etc. But, but we did get a, a Hellboy figure mm. animated. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. And this was the first figure I, I sort of saw that was really stylized. Like you know, the the animated one. He's just got that huge upper torso and those tiny little legs that poke mm. out the yeah. out the bottom. <laughs> So, and Dark Horse did a, uh, a little Hellboy animated figure, which is, um, well, it's kind of odd because it's like baby Hellboy with the right hand of doom and doesn't matter what he's got because you just can't take your eyes off his wiener. <laughs> this is the doodle variant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's got it there for all to see. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's a bit uh, weird, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> I hadn't noticed that till this point, so. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's just yeah move on before let's move on. talk about demon wieners. Ah, well, move on. This is the Dark Horse 11 inch vinyl uh, designed by Eric. So I've never seen this before. This is uh, quite impressive indeed. It's uh, <laughs> speaking of stylized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, basically Hellboy who's eaten way too many uh, Big Macs. He has a yeah. huge town body, and I mean, but it's stylized in that way, so it's acceptable. Um, yeah, I'm, I've I, uh, never never seen this before, so I'll bow down to Ben to see if he's got any further info on this one. Yeah, this thing is very rare and goes for for huge dollars. It's um, it's one of those ones. It's, it's three hundred plus dollars, and it, wow. it's a lot of fun. Uh, like I think you know, Hellboy works. 
um, you know, we get different properties that, that bring a, a certain um, styling to, to their figures and Hellboy just seems to work in, in every one of those and he just seems like a property that's ripe for, for adaptation into to other um, styles and, and this one I think you know, looks amazing except for the price you know if I could pick this guy up for you know 40 50 bucks I might be tempted to add him to my collection but certainly mm. not as a, a limited edition collectible um, like yeah. this so yeah and of course you know speaking of um, stylized um, there was the Mezco um, <laughs> blocks figure um, is this a, is this actually a Mezzet? Is that a, no, it's not a Mezzet, is it? I don't know, it isn't a Mezzet, because the Mezzets are not that articulated. Yeah, they're kind of like a pop vinyl sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, this was one of those weird ones, um, they did do more than just Hellboy. It looks like a, um, kind of a cross between a, a, I guess a Lego figure and maybe, um, you know, one of the pocket people. Uh, the head on that thing's creeping me out, man. Yeah, yeah, he's only about seven and a half centimeters tall, um, very odd little figure. They did do more figures in in this particular series. So uh, if you if you are into getting you know Abe and the rest of the gang, they are actually around. But but anyway, um, you know there are other action figures out there. But that's um, that's just a, I guess a handful of them. Um, so we might move on to busts. And uh, the one I want to talk about first is um, one that's very impressive uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, the first reason is because I actually have it. Um, and this was, I think this was pretty much the, the very first, um, Hellboy bus that came out. It was actually one of the first pieces of merchandise that, that came out for Hellboy. Um, and they did Abe shortly after. I never picked up Abe. So I got the, um, I got the bust only. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty neat. It was, um, you know, you can see Randy Bowen's hand on, on this one. Um, this was actually before Bowen picked up the Marvel license. He was actually doing some stuff for, for Dark Horse, and so he did this one. So it's quite um, it's quite neat. Not a lot happening, but yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, they, they went on, it looks like, and did a second bust as well. Um, it's, it's very much the brooding, heavy eyebrow mm. Hellboy, I think. And then the, the, the rest of it's kind of rough. Um, Roughly sculpted, it looks like, yeah. from the head down. It almost looks, uh, you know, you, you look at it and it looks like it's made from clay. Like it's, um. Uh, I like this. This is nice. Yeah. This is actually quite big. And this is a lot bigger than people realize. I'm sure this is at least 10 inches tall. Like it's not just one of those little sort of Bowen sized busts. It's a, it's a big piece, this one. I can remember it coming out in shops and, um, just the price was a bit too much for me because, uh, you know, in the early days, I mean, I was reading Hellboy pretty much from, you know, day dot. So as all the merchandise came out, I, I, I took an interest that that one was uh, a little too pricey for me. So, hmm. yeah. But, yeah, and then uh, moving on from there, it looks like Sideshow did a life-size faux bronze for one of the films because that's definitely uh, Ron Perlman. I have an interesting story about this, this one. Um, this... Is yeah, it's a one-to-one scale um, Hellboy um, faux bronze bust, and um, so you know there's some nice red and, and bronze um, coloring to it. And um, I, I have this, and it is magnificent. Um, it sits on my entertainment unit next to my TV. Um, it's one of the first things that people comment about when they sort of walk into that room. They, they see Hellboy sitting there. Um, I've also got the right hand of doom, so prop, so it sits next to it, the life size one, so they, they sit together. Um, the, this is actually very, very interesting, this piece, for a couple of reasons. Um, 
when when Del Toro uh, basically got the rights to do the movie, um, he met with Mike Mignola and they got to talking and, of course, um, Ron Perlman hadn't even been cast yet. And they went down to see, I can't remember, and you'll have to forgive me for getting this wrong, but I think it might have been Steve Johnson or someone like that, to his special effects um, warehouse and they got to chatting about how they might do the Hellboy prosthetics and both um, Del Toro and Mignola were talking about how they, they thought Ron Perlman would be fantastic um, to play Hellboy. And um, the special effects guy went, oh, while you, two, while you two guys are chatting, you know, give me a second. And he actually dashed off and, and he came back with uh, an object and he, he sat down with some um, modelling clay and he went to work And while they were all talking. And um, after some time, he finally said, hey, you know, what do you think of this? And he turned it around and basically this is the piece that he showed them. And they just took one look at it and went, yep, that's Hellboy. And, and what he'd actually done is this guy had actually done the special effects and makeup on Beauty and the Beast for the, the Ron um, Perlman TV show. And he actually had um, casts of Ron Perlman's head. Actually dashed off and got one of those and then basically added the um, the modelling clay to show what he thought Hellboy might actually look like um, if Ron Perlman played the part. And so turns out they actually made a bust of it. So there you go. So if you actually look Pretty at it, you can actually, yeah, you can actually see the tool marks from where he worked in the, the clay. And you can mm. see that it's not quite right. Like you can see the ear is a bit too high. Um, you know, compared to where Ron Perlman's ear would actually sit. But uh, this was the very first um, introduction to what Ron Perlman might look like as Hellboy. So, And I I love it. It's one of my favourite things in my collection. And the base is sort of right hand of Doom inspired. Yeah, yeah. It fits actually. uh, I'd say they did that, um, the bust, I'd say the... The base was actually something that was added later, um, mm. but it's very, very close to the right hand of Doom um, base as well. So the only thing I'm missing is the uh, the life size, there's the one-to-one scale Samaritan, but it just goes for way too much money for me to mm. fork yeah. out for that. So, but um, yeah. sorry, John. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to move on to the next next yeah, piece. But, but well, do you have yeah. more stylized from uh, Dark Horse? We got the Hellboy animated uh, bus. Um, yeah, I really like this. There's nothing I've seen so far that I don't like or want, but this is, uh, <laughs> this is really impressive. Um, it's very slick, isn't it? It is very slick. It's very smooth. It's, uh, it's quite nice. Uh, what, what more can you say about the red spot on? I think it's a red that grabs you yeah, at the start of yeah. it, but yeah, it is, it's quite the, impressive. The base is fantastic. On mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, it's the BPRD logo, but I like the way they did the base. Yeah. Kinda. You know, 3D. I think this is a clear winner for that argument of less is more. I think they've kept it very simple and it's worked very well. Um, I think the the animated Hellboy um, is excellent. Like you know, I, I like most of the interpretations of Hellboy, but I think the animated version they they really you know they took a bit of a stylized approach, but I think it works really really well and it's obviously adapted itself or you know lent itself very well to merchandise because this is just a beautiful looking piece. So. Yes. Um, now, now for the Golden Army, it looks like everybody made a bust of Hellboy. <laughs> they did, <laughs> didn't they? Because yeah, we've got one from Mezco, one from Gentle Giant, and one from Sideshow. Yes. And uh, the, the Mezco one is a smaller one, if I remember right, and it has a separate right-hand of Doom. Yeah. Um, that kind of goes with it. Very photorealistic. Yeah. Which which is okay. Now, I do better than I like... Uh, I think it's the Gentle Giant one, isn't it? The second one. Yep. Um, that one just, the, the 
paint doesn't look realistic on that. It almost looks, for a bust, it looks action figure Yeah, the Gentle Giant one doesn't work well at all for me. In fact, the portrait on it doesn't look like Ron Perlman at all. Um, almost looks like um, Jay Leno. Uh, <laughs> I can't unsee that now. <laughs> yeah, it's not working for me at all, that one. So, um. And then uh, the, the Sideshow one is, a again, a, a one-to-one uh, a bust of you know, Ron Perlman, so it, it actually looks pretty good. It does. It does. That would freak you out if you had that in the room. That uh, yeah. Came around the corner and saw that. It's yeah. very intense, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And just so, in case you don't know who it is, they've um, very kindly put the... HB logo on the bottom, so <laughs> you can't say Hellboy. People stop and go, "Who's that red guy?" Um, yeah, well, moving on from uh, a little bit bigger than busts, we go to statues, and um, yeah, I, I knew that Hellboy had had uh, had been adapted into statues, you know, for for a long time, but um, I didn't realize just how many statues they've done, and in the end, I, I couldn't even list them all. But um, the very first statue that came out uh, of Hellboy was actually 1998, and if I'm not mistaken, it is actually the very first um, Hellboy collectible, um, the the very first piece of merchandise that came out outside of the comics, and it's an absolute cracker. Um, mm. This is Bowen doing Bowen, and it is magnificent. Um, I own this statue, uh, and, and I remember picking it up, uh, ordering it out of previews, and it just lives up to expectations. It's um, Hellboy sort of standing on top of um, uh, you know a large sort of rock type jutting out um, thing, and there's a very Cthulhu-inspired um, tentacled creature sort of coming out of um, the bottom of the... Sorry, the top of the base trying to get him, and he's he's sort of standing atop with the Samaritan in one hand and the right hand of Doom raised up to uh, to smash some, uh, some justice. Um, it's just a beautiful statue, and the thing is, uh, it's big. Um, I mean, it's it's typical sort of bow and scale, but because of the size of the base and with the the fist raised up, it's a big, big piece. And um, this is back in the days before they got clever with some of the the, the rotor casting. So this is a solid piece, and it is mm. heavy. It is a big, solid, heavy statue, and um, I love it. This goes for for huge dollars on eBay, and um, yeah, I'm really pleased to have this one. It looks like it's straight out of the, uh, the comic book. It's yeah, Superb. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Odd little story. Um, I I have a, a walk-in uh, robe or a walk-in closet uh, in in my bedroom, and um, on the top shelf, I actually use some of the space up there to to store statues. And I actually have the the box to this statue up on that top shelf. And every morning when I go in to grab my you know my work shoes, um, you know I pick them up, and then when I stand up, I've actually got this shot of um, Randy Bowen and Mike Mignola looking at me because there's a photo of them on the box of the, the two of them working on the statue. So, yeah, there's a creepy little uh, tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you should just, over top of that, just put a picture of Scott. Yeah, yeah. I'll be looking at you every, every morning. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> he would appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> well, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, they... They had another statue in 1998, and that was from Mondes. Is that right? Ah, uh, um, this you is, go. This was a <laughs> cold, cold cast porcelain. Um, this is Doc Savage as Hellboy. Yeah, I was going to say Batman as Hellboy. I, I don't know. I was thinking <laughs> Doc Savage because of the rip shirt and the, mm. the kind of look like almost rock jungle base, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a little different. Yeah, this this one came out um, about sort of three or four months after the Bowen one, and I can remember um, you know seeing it solicited, and of course it was the next Hellboy collectible, and I thought, hey, you know, I love Hellboy, I'm going to get all Hellboy stuff. But uh, when this guy came out in '98, he was actually three hundred and twenty-five US dollars. Um, and at the time, you know, I think the, the Bowen one went for about 175. So the fact that it was almost double the price and so I can remember already, you know, my, my whole, um, I'm going to get all the Hellboy merchandise thing was, um, shot down in flames when the second piece of merchandise came out and I passed on it. So, uh, but, um, yeah, going back animated. So we, yeah. looks like Dark Horse did an animated statue as well as a bust, right? They did indeed. And it's a, it's a nice looking statue, that one. I, I think, you know, it's a, quite an action pose. He's got the Samaritan raised up. Um, the tail in particular is a lot of fun with that one. So. The one I don't understand is the next one on our list, and that's the Kodo one. <laughs> because I, I, I just, it's, you know, the Hellboy with the full horns and he's beating up some defenseless creature <laughs> um, underneath him, I guess. I don't know. It's heavily, heavily stylized. You know, I, I wonder if that's inspired by some Japanese art it is. because it almost looks like that. Yeah, it is. You know? yeah. Uh, I have this one up on my top shelf um, and it's still bossed. And it is actually an awesome piece in when you see it in um, in the flesh, so to speak. And I guess if I could get near it, I could tell you that if it's based on a particular artist or something like that. But uh, I didn't even realize at the time that, was, that it was a Kodo. You know, I'd never heard of Kodo and it wasn't until some time later that... I was sort of looking at it and saw that it was an early Kota Bakia piece. But um, it is a fun-looking piece. I, I do quite enjoy having that one. If I was going to have one Hellboy statue, it probably would not be that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, it could it could be the next one that you have on the list because uh, that would be the Dynamic Forces Sirocco, mm. which are the um, are they, the chalk-inspired, mm. chalk sculpture-inspired mm. ones um, that they did. You know, they're they're meant to look very rough and um, you know, early uh, 20th century type collectible. Um, I, I love the look of this stuff, and uh, I, I love this one too. So yeah, I think awesome. if any lends themselves well to the the Sirocco, it's um it's Hellboy. I think those sort of sharp edges of Mike Mignola's work really well with that. Yeah, and, and he fits for the time period. I mean, I'd love to see you know a whole. I think I said it last time a whole Jones Hellboy crossover or mm-hmm. or something like that. I think mm-hmm. it would just be be a, a cool slick you know thing to do because yeah. in that time period he kind of works um yep because he's got that sensibility yep about him yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah speaking of large yeah this is beautiful this is a polystone by uh mind's eye studios so this is the the base sells this one it's uh <laughs> tentacles and skulls and rocks and sort of uh what would you say demons rising from 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 the ether, yeah. uh, Hellboy, and he's sort of a cross, what would you say, cross animated, cross sort of, uh, comic inspired uh, statue. Yeah, um, they, they've done well to capture their own style with this one. Yeah. Oh, I think this one. very smooth, yeah. This is definitely the gold medal winner in terms of biggest base ever. <laughs> uh, do you own this one? I don't, I don't. I have seen it in the past. Um, I don't remember mm. it sort of coming out or anything like that, but I've seen photos of it. Um, yeah, and same with this next one, the um, the one from Electric Tiki. Uh, I remember that one coming out and it being quite expensive as well. Um, it's quite a large statue, and um, 
uh, again, you know, they've captured their own particular style with Hellboy, but mm. the thing that threw me off of this one was um, was that thing that I can't stand, and that's the fact that they've actually added the name to the base. Um, and mm. it, it's not even yeah. sort of built into the um, that sort of wooden disc part of the base. They've actually carved it into the rock that he's standing on, um, and I just I find that sort of thing quite offensive. I'm just not a fan at all of when they have to do stuff like that. Like it's, I think if you're a manufacturer and you you're going to do something like this, you should be clever in your approach to that, and um, somehow try and make it removable, so that you know people have the option of putting it on um, or not. And uh, so yeah, this one never even uh, I never even entertained the idea of adding that one. So. The red eyes are kind of throwing me on that one, and I don't know why, because I, I know that, you know, depending on the comic book depiction, that, that could be correct. But. Yeah, it's something that's quite common with Hellboy. He seems to get the, the orange eyes added. But those almost look too red, too demon. Mm. They, they don't have that, you know, soulful look to them that he seems to yeah. portray. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, rounding out the statues, there was a, a Golden Army um, one from Sideshow, a premium format statue, so a mixed media one, which is not bad. It actually has him um, on, a, on a pedestal, large pedestal, sort of um, almost sort of squatting, kneeling down sort of thing. It's not a bad-looking uh, figure, but um, I guess, you know, the trench coat kind of makes it for this one. Yeah. But um, the the one that, that you know, I really want to get to is the, the recent Sideshow premium format statue, and it's um, uh, I, I reviewed this one on the show not that long ago, um, and it is magnificent. Everything about it is is just spot on and perfect. And in fact, you know, this one is um, it would probably get my collectible of the year for 2014. It just they just nailed it for me. Still for so. sale too, is it? Uh, I think the non-exclusive version uh, you can probably still pick up from from Sideshow, but um, and in the, you know there's a lot of options in the way you can. Post. He comes with a lot of swap out parts, multiple heads, hands, that kind of stuff. The trench coat, and so you can choose whether it's on or off. So it's um, yeah, pretty damn amazing that piece. So. We also have another category called Others, and that's because there are some <laughs> very unusual uh, Hellboy things getting around, um, and uh, yeah, including the very tiny Herox. Oh, yes, I didn't even know these existed either. This is a <laughs> pretty impressive scale, at, uh, or detail rather, at the scale. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hero Clicks. I jumped on the bandwagon for Hero Clicks and never bought a second set. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, Hellboy might have even got his own spin-off set from memory. I think he did, mm. or did the BPRD? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was a box set with with a bunch of them in it. Mm. Yeah, and um, but, well, if your Quee collection couldn't be complete without a Hellboy, you're in luck. So, well, yeah, because there's an, an eight inch one, which has is you know that's pretty good size for those because that's not the normal the normal size. Mm. Um, you know that stylized vinyl figure. I actually like the style better than than the one we were talking about earlier, um, just because I I think it fits him a little a little better. Yeah. Um, also, a, a five inch one, which is just that that same uh, same version. It looks like yeah, just. Down in scale. And actually, I believe there was the regular sized ones as well, um, which are more like a two inch. Oh, I can. Right. Yeah. Um, I actually have, and I was telling, telling Justin this before you, you came in the studio, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a two inch one that's semi translucent. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a key ring. Yep. So, 
Yeah, this is another one where they had numerous variants from memory and, and not just variants in terms of um, horns and no horns. There was multiple colours. I think there was even just a, a blank, wasn't there? Just a white one? Probably. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And the, the translucent one's kind of funky, you know, because he, he looks kind of pinky, but not. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know. He's just kind of cool. Yeah. And Justin, if you were having trouble sleeping at night and needed a cuddle buddy. <laughs> well, I said before there was nothing that I would, wouldn't want to get, but this is uh, pretty bad, actually. <laughs> it's a plush version of Hellboy. And he has the whole um, uh, Bert eyebrow thing happening. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they've added in the right hand of Doom. I'll give him that, but... It's just not really what the... my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> I think what doesn't work for me on this is the way they've done the horns. Uh, I think that yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's got the whole Dracula Widow's Peak thing going on, yeah, and and they've just completely missed it with the horns. They're kind of off to the sides, and you know they actually do look like devil horns as opposed to Hellboy's horns. They haven't even attempted to go for the the sawn off horns. That, you know, we know and love and, and make him, I, I guess, you know, that's, that's one of Hellboy's sort of signature. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so we mentioned um, PVCs before, um, PVC sets and Hellboy did actually do uh, a PVC set. Um, doesn't seem to be, um, it seems to be sort of inspired straight out of the comics, uh, rather than sort of the animated or anything else. Um, and this is actually a pretty nifty set because you get, um, uh, what do you get? You get seven figures in this, which is actually really impressive. And so, you know, in addition to the, the all the, the the usual guys, um, I mean, you know, like Rasputin's there, and, and obviously Hellboy and Abe and that. But um, you get a Lobster Johnson, which is um, cool. which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get Kate Corrigan, you know, the Baba Yaga. Um, so yeah, it's actually a pretty neat set in terms of getting some of that that uh, wider cast of there. Well, and you also get the uh, the little demon known as what does it say, Ulak. And uh he features pretty prominently in the story, but I don't think he was much bigger than that one. Mm, no. Wasn't he like fly sized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's actually a really good I, I remember read that story not all that long ago and he's actually a pretty good depiction of, mm. of that, that character. So well, what's actually quite interesting is um Professor Broom seems to be constantly absent from you know, the very lines yeah. and sets and all that. He obviously hasn't um been memorable enough, so mm. um we did talk about mesets, didn't we? Well, we had mentioned yeah. them, but this was not the one that we had seen about. Mm. Yeah, this this is definitely a meset of Hellboy. So mm. very. Yeah, I, I I'm not a huge meset fan. I, I, the, there's something about them that just throws me, and I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, it's with the opportunity to go for the variants as well. So it looks like there's some um, trench coated and non trench coated, and it looks like with the trench coat they actually just painted it on. Um, doesn't look like there's anything <laughs> additional there. So. Oh, look, uh, they are what they are. They're, they're kind of fun. The Samaritan pistol's huge, and the right hand of doom looks like a lot of fun. But, um, oh, you know, it's either your kind of thing or it's not. So, Well, there's one that I, I think that, that Scott needs to have, and that's this next one. It is the uh, <laughs> uh, mini cute mask bear, <laughs> which essentially looks like <laughs> Labbit Hellboy standing up. It, it's actually a pretty good yeah. price. These are less than ten bucks, and it's um, yeah. What is it? It's a little short, chubby Hellboy um, with almost like Labbit style ears. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I got nothing else other than that. It's a strange thing, isn't it? He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Yeah, he's very small. He's only less what six and a half centimeters. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. for your desk at work or something. Now, some of my favorite 
uh, things we haven't mentioned yet, and that's uh, the bust-ups that Gentle Giant did. Um, these were like little minifigures. They came in little boxes, but instead of being blind box, they actually said what they were on the box. Ah, cool. But um, there were variants inside of that as well. Mm. Um, but they're from the animated uh, first movie. Or first movie? Was that the what storm of uh, sword, sword, storm? sword of storm? Yeah, storm of swords or something. Yeah, yeah, sword of storms. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> storm of swords. But um, <laughs> the kind of cool thing about these is the one the paint on them was fantastic for the size they were. Um, if you got all the whole series, which I can't remember how many there were, six. Yeah. Um, they formed a skeleton that was a giant articulated skeleton. Oh, cool. And, um, it, it's probably one of the best skeleton figures out there. Mm. Uh, the one version that I have of Hellboy is in a kimono and it, it's got detailing on the back and he's, he's got the, the sword over his one shoulder and, um, it looks pretty cool. Um, there was another one of him fighting a bat demon. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that one's pretty cool as well, except the Hellboy is a very tiny little piece of that. And then, I want to say there was another one of Hellboy, and the one I got is actually a variant, because even though they were marked what they were, there were variants in there, and they were um, translucent variants, so like the Hellboys in red. And uh, I got one of the, either the Lean or Thunder Dude, um, I got a variant of one of them in, in blue translucent, so... Uh, nice. Cool little set of figures, but that the Hellboy, you know, he really captures that that look, and if you wanted just a little, little hype. You know, figuring for your desk, they snap together pretty good, and the paint, like I said, is just fantastic on them. It'd go well next to your little cute bear, Hellboy. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would. Except he's in a desk because I have it open. <laughs> well, we're going to uh, round this out with one that um, definitely fits into the WTF category, and that is a uh, an unlicensed figure that's been doing the rounds of uh, of eBay for quite some time. Uh, if you hum- have a bit of a hunt around on the internet, you'll find that there's an awful lot of unlicensed Hellboy stuff, a lot of garage kits where people have done their done their own artistic sort of interpretations and some really really fun stuff, but this one's just quite, quite novel because it's a, a bit of a mashup of Homer Simpson and Hellboy. So um, yeah, it is what it is. It's a little PVC figure um, that's sort of movie inspired, but um, Hellboy's head while uh, maintaining the sideburns and his sawn off uh, horns um, definitely has a, a head that is inspired by one uh, Homer J Simpson, mm. and it's fun. It's cute. Yeah, back when World of Springfield was very active, um, I remember seeing a couple of of Hellboy customs that were just fantastic. Where you know they'd taken the Homer figure and and, and really decked him out as, as Hellboy. And yeah, he just he just fits that real well. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He does. So yes. And John, did you throw this out to social media? Yeah, I did. And um, Sweevart. That's uh, at S-W-E-A-V-A-R-T. Came back and said that they thought the best Hellboy figure was the Mezco trench coat exclusive. And um, I, I don't dispute that. I, I guess that was probably as a figure. Uh, probably my favorite thing would be the the one I, I mentioned that I didn't have, and that'd be the heads one. Yeah, yeah. Only because mm. I love that story. So, mm. um, you know, that'd be mine. What, what If you had to pick one. Ben, what what would be your favourite? Um, look, I I just think the the sideshow premium format in terms of statue uh, is just exquisite. I thought I was uh, you know I was giggling like a um, a fat kid on free cupcake day when I was unpacking that sucker. <laughs> he always says that when I'm on the show. I don't get it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it, it's magnificent. Uh, it's expensive, but you know, it's it's just uh, they just nailed it. What about you, Justin? What you got a, a favorite Hellboy? Yeah, sure. Now seeing it is the Mind's Eye Studios one. That um, mm, mm. that's that's impressive. I mean, the base is is a bonus, <laughs> but then you get Hellboy as well. So it's uh, very very <laughs> impressive indeed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. There, uh, that was our uh, in-depth look at Hellboy, and, and we could have gone on for quite some time because there was a lot more out there. But, um, you know, we hope this is, uh, you know, giving you a bit of insight as to what's available in terms of Hellboy. And uh, that wraps up our discussion topic, and we'll come back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap things up. It's new for your kids. Laser lights, laser lights, it's Might meet the lava lock face to face. Laser lights, laser lights, it's Blackstar! Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. And we might just even read it out. And, um, John, you're going to kick off the feedback, and this comes to us by way of Scott's recent review of the, I think it was DC Collectibles, Batman Black and White J. Lee statue, where he had a bit of a fumble in terms of what those pointy things on Batman's gloves were called. Huh. Yeah, um, he didn't know what they were called. And, and as he was saying that, I actually was on Twitter because... Um, you know, Scott was talking, so I wasn't really listening. And <laughs> I happened to ask, uh, my, my Twitter following, um, what Batman's, Scott referred to him, glove prongs were really called. Um, and, uh, we got, we got some great answers. Uh, uh, Philip J. Reed, he came back right away with ruffles, which, which I love. <laughs> um, uh, classic materia came back with gauntlets. Um, yeah. then, then we got some serious answers as well. Uh, Three Beast Toy Hive came back and said, remember reading an article on Batman Begins and, uh, David Goyer referring to him as scallops. And then, uh. Where, where does that come from though? Like what, what's this? I don't understand what this is. not scallop? Don't we eat those? Like what's. No, a scallop is also a scrolly detail. Mm, okay. Kind of thing in, in some circles. Yeah. yeah. Um, Smurfrek on Twitter came back with my favorite answer though. And that was bat fringe. <laughs> um, I, I just, I just love that. But, uh, but Justin, I, I think you uh, you had one as well. I, I you actually yeah, it just stuck with me from my childhood. Reading it was either a, a um, who's who or a, or a Batman special, and they were called scallop fins. I uh, they broke fins. Yeah, they broke down the suit, and part of the the gauntlets were scallop fins. I'll have to go yeah. through my um, long boxes and have a look. Does this, this make his, does this make his punches aerodynamic or something? Maybe, mm. maybe he could get little lights on the ends, like on the you know the fins on a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we also got some uh, some other feedback from Lamar the Avenger, um, who uh, put out a post to Facebook and said, "One of the best toy review podcasts out there. I enjoy it every week. It's good, clean fun, and enjoyed this week's episode so much it drained my cell battery." <laughs> that's that's high praise. We just keep on giving. Yeah. And uh, Mike Carter also wrote back to us and said, 
Hey guys, uh, just listened to the, your last two podcasts. I've had them stored up to listen to between commutes and have a few things to say on 144. I thank you for mentioning and answering my name to that question. Um, this might be cheesy, but makes me feel like a celebrity and a winner. So, well, that, that's good. Um, and then he said on 145, I'm pleased as peaches to hear coverage of SH Figure Arts. Um, John, so happy you chose as a fluke, no less a common writer for Zay. Um, I stopped the podcast just to post this, so here's some information. Um, I, I'd go into the information, but it's a lot of uh, Forza information, and it would take me a good couple minutes to read it. But, um, you know, Mike, thanks for the feedback and uh, the encouragement, because uh, I, I may be going over there to look for more figure arts today. <laughs> good on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, good on you. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, at the end, he says... Uh, um, Okay, too long, but had to get that out there. Thanks for letting me gush. I understand if you guys edit this, but keep up the great work. So, thanks again, Mike. Um, we appreciate it. And you know, as always, we we love getting feedback because it, it knows what's it lets us know you guys are out there and listening and appreciate what we're doing. So yeah, thank you. All right. Well, guess what, chaps? We made it. Another episode. Did it? <laughs> Hooray! And, Hooray! Um, indeed. We should probably start throwing it out there now, but we are on the downhill run to episode 150 of the podcast. And yeah, we're going to have something uh, fun for that episode. So uh, we are, we are, we are. We'll be doing a bit of a uh, year in review, but in addition, we might even have some stuff to give away. Oh, no, I'm keeping it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the same old rules that we kind of. We can't participate. No, that's right. Yeah. Boo. So you always think about that too late. You get, you gotta quit like about a month ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Alright. Well, that's a few episodes away and we look forward to, uh, you listening next week. And until then, uh, well, play with your toys. <laughs> and, Indeed. uh, you know, happy holidays to everybody. Thanks, Mike, Lamar, Adam, <laughs> Scott. Alright. Good night, chaps. Good night. Bye. Goodbye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Our toy of the week is Man or Monster Studios. Oh, fuck. Fucking question mark. That was good. <sighs> Here's a Hellboy toy history. Man, that question mark threw me completely. Sorry. All right. Do you want That's to check that? It.
Anyway, we should probably, oops. Anyway, we should probably play a new sound, and we will do that right here. And just because you've, it's the holidays and we're you've gone generous. you've gone quiet, John. What? Whatever you okay. dropped, it's that's like the microphones under the table. Is that better? That's better. Okay. Let me count in. Five, four, three. Um, of mine is definitely the Hot Toys one. So mm. it looks like um, an amalgam of Lost in. <laughs> Do I have to hang up on him? Uh, oh, no, he did it himself. Okay. <laughs> Hello. 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 Can you hear me this time? Yep. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where did I drop out exactly? Amalgam. It's like an amalgam. Gosh, it's not amalgam. It looks like. All right. In five, four, three. Excellent. 